Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gaming Casual, the official podcast of Such Gaming. Ooh. Yeah. Um, this is technically a soft reboot of our previous podcast, It's All Bullshit, because we recorded a shitload of episodes and never uploaded them, but we're going to release that content later down the line as bonus content. I am your host, Sedge, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Lightsaber Ninja, a.k.a. King Kegel, and Control Freak, a.k.a. Control Freak. And we're also, you also may hear a couple other voices chime in during the podcast, that is Super Producers Twilight and Chi. They, uh, they chime in from time to time, but primarily we will be your hosts. They chime in to mock us. Yeah, mainly. Um, basically, set up for... I do love mocking you. <laughs> Basically, the setup for this podcast is going to be, um, we're going to touch on some basic news topics from the week, and then we're going to discuss a topic in gaming that we're all passionate about, because we're all avid video game players of one degree or another. So we got a lot to so talk for about. All you people, for all you people who don't know how a podcast work. Yeah. What's well, a podcast? So if you don't know what a podcast is, what the fuck are you doing in 2019? Go back to the 1800s. Or I also listen to a podcast in my life, so eh. you know that uh, that little dig aside. Thank you for choosing ours to you know pop your cherry with. Yeah, I apologize. Thanks for letting us. Thanks for letting us three guys pop your cherry. I apologize in advance for everything. Uh, I apologize for nothing. So I got a I got a couple bits of news to start us off this week. Mainly just game release shit. We have a couple new announcements for the Switch coming this week uh, in the form of Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen. That's coming out for the Switch. Saints Row 3 got announced for the Switch. Man, those are the only ones I can think of. Oh, and obviously the Mario games that are coming out. I mean, server for a Mario game? Say that again, I didn't I didn't catch that. The servers for Evolve closed. Oh, did they? I didn't hear about that. Good riddance. Yep. Aww. It was a good premise, and then they, you know... Fucked it all to hell. Hey, man, they Pretty tried much. with that, that 2.0. Yeah, and their $100 of launch DLC. <laughs> you tried. You failed, but you tried. No, they tried, they failed, they tried again, and... <laughs> and failed no. again. Like I said, they tried, they failed. But, uh... Also... Yeah, I, I haven't paid much attention to uh, many of the releases, sadly. No, I've been focusing on playing the games I already own. <laughs> yeah. Because I own too many of them. <laughs> Been still just... I'm still trying to finish Spider-Man. It must be nice. I never picked up Spider-Man. You should. It's good. I have heard good things about it. It, it... actually it looks gorgeous. So that's for damn sure. It... Do you did you ever play Spider-Man two on either the PlayStation or the GameCube? Nope. Don't compare it. Well, I'm just gonna compare the web swinging. Because they it, actually it's not not comparable. It. It is, though, because they actually use, like, a physics-based web swinging. Which is good. 
Also, Spidey 2 came out for Xbox, too. What do you got against that one? I never owned an original Xbox. I was going to say the fact that it was on Xbox, but... I mean, I wow, owned one. Stuff. That's how I played it. Okay. Well, I played it on PS2. OG Xbox FTW. I mean... OG, OG Xbox had Blood Wake and Halo. That's the ones I'm, I remember fondly. I never owned Halo. And I'm the only one who remembers Blood Wake fondly, apparently. Wasn't that... Well, it involved ships. Of course you remember it fondly. <laughs> it was Twisted Metal, but with boats. Yeah. It was a good fucking game. I, I'm not I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. I, I Silently hear, judging you. I hear a bit of open judgment in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the uh, narrator of Civilization V has died. I didn't play it, so I'm sorry for their loss. Me too? The loss of human life is always sad? I mean, it happens every day. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I did not hear about that. Ha well, have they had a different like narrator for each of the games? I didn't think so, but I guess yeah, I've never really I guess I've never really paid much attention to the narrator in Civ. I'm too focused on not going to war with everybody. Primarily with Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> I play almost all of my games on mute. That's awkward. It allows me to listen to podcasts or talk to you fucks. Eh. Hate you too, buddy. Hate you too. I didn't say I hate you. <laughs> You're just a fuck. You? Oh, oh. There's a difference, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's about all the news I read this week. Really? Death. Yeah. Death of a console. Death of human life. Yep. So, yeah. I guess we can move on to our uh, main topic. Oh. Wow, that was fast. Which, which one of us is the main topic? It's always me. I got I got some new I got some news for you. Did you guys see this fucking this this tablet? This fucking this absurdly fucking powerful tablet cuz CES is going on right now? Nope. It's not a tablet. It's a straight up fucking laptop, but for some reason they made it like tablet dish. Okay, so who's making it? Uh hang on. Hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you might need to fix your connection. I, I should also state for our listeners, we are recording off of Discord, and one of us is recording off of a phone. I won't say who. Um, well, it's probably I wonder me. who it is. He, he's just saying this so he doesn't have to do any editing work. <laughs> anyway, it's Asus. Oh, all right. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, that looks like something Razor would have shit out. It is way too powerful, but by cramming everything up at the screen, uh, it has better uh, air circulation than any laptop would. Hmm. But the fucking the keyboard's detachable, and the thing has just way too much. It, it, it's got up to 64 gigs of RAM. 
Sweet. It's got a God, core i9 processor and it has a desktop GPU. Okay. I'm looking through the article because I need I, I need to find the uh, the price of this because now I'm curious. If you need to ask the price, you can't afford it. There is no price. Okay, so there's no... made for a tech demo, probably, and that alone. Yeah. Well, no, unlike uh, some of the other shit that they've done before, this one already has a uh, Q2 release date. Jesus. I mean, all right. I'd be lying if I said I didn't want it. I mean, I'm looking for a replacement for my laptop anyway. <laughs> Dude, look at the Alienware uh, no. Area 51M instead then. No. Why would I pay for a name? Yeah, I'm it's not... Like bon yeah, I'm not paying for an Alienware. They're too expensive for what you get. It's way cheaper than this thing's going to be. You just said they didn't... Similar. Holy God. It's got an RTX 280 in it? No, it's got an RTX 2080. Idiot. I mean, cool for them. Will it ever be able to make full use of that? Probably not. not. on a laptop. Uh, it, has, it has two power supplies so that you can make full use of all of its internals. I'm I'm just going to call it right now. This thing, someone's going to buy this and like a week later it's going to explode. I just, I want to see, I, I want to see somebody play it with battery. I want to see how short that lasts. <laughs> Three minutes. You can boot up the computer and then it dies. Oh, wow. It, it does look really cool. I will say that. Like that. But looking cool does not mean it's going to be worth it. No, no. But not it doesn't. When you, when you detach the. Once you detach the keyboard, because that's a thing you can do for some reason. Like I get put in the guts so up at the screen surface? and whatnot, but like, yeah, it's it, yeah. The it, surface cries whenever it sees this, though. It's a certain. But, um, well, you can't say that because we don't even know if it's going to be good. No specs alone. I mean, fair. Surface isn't designed as a gaming console. This is literally part of their Republic of Gamers line. It's a gaming computer. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. But anyway, uh. Anyway, when you detach that fucking keyboard, dude, it's got this gross, huge bezel at the bottom. Like, everything about this thing is terrible and ugly and stupid, and I want it so bad. Why? Because it reminds you of you. It's like looking oh, in a mirror. Okay. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> I don't know where... soft reboot. <laughs> this soft reboot. I really like it. I love it. You've already thanks. called us Fox multiple times. I just called you fucks, dude. That why is that a bad thing? Do you not want to be somebody who fucks? Like, hey, these guys fuck. Hey, this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, you're right. Comparable. We never said you were a piece of shit. You might as well have. Oh. We just called you ugly. Oh yeah. I forgot how beautiful pieces of shit are. I mean, I don't know, man. You should have seen this dude. one log I laid. It was amazing. I <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, if we're if we're, if we're wanting to talk about grade A crap, man, this man. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we've already devolved into potty humor. Yep, perfect. Great. We are crushing this. Yeah. Anyway, so since this is a soft reboot, like our morals, we don't have morals. Oh, right. I do. One of us has morals. I'm the most moral. Amoral. I I guess it is still technically moral. I'm moral oral. No. (laughs) Oh, God, that show. Hmm. All right, back to gaming. (laughs) Yeah. We went off to poop land. Oh, my God. Um, No, so... Because this is a soft reboot, I I did want to give our audience a chance to get to know our backgrounds with gaming. Can we stop pretending like soft reboot means anything or saying our audience? No. Okay. Just flat no. (laughs) Fine, whatever. It, It is technically a soft reboot because the only thing anybody's ever heard is the it's all bullshit line and this is not that. We are the only ones that ever listen to our podcast. That's even debatable, but... <laughs> anyway. So much self-depreciation, Jesus. So I wanted to give our listeners a uh, an insight into our history with gaming. So I well, kind of... our lives do matter. Because I, I wanted it... I, I want to know. I want people to know we're not just full of shit. Well, we are full of shit, as previously te- clarified. But yeah, I mean, the premise is that we're idiots, right? Like, who cares what our backstory? Well, whatever. Let's go. Let's do this. So I, I, I'm curious. We'll, we'll get to me. I, I want to know how you guys got started off with gaming. Oh God. Oh, that's... I want to hear control. Well, back in my day. Yeah, you are the old man of the group. Yeah, since he's the oldest one, dude, tell us about the Commodore. Actually, never played a Commodore. Uh, I did have an original Atari, though. I still have an original Atari. I don't know where my old one is. It's somewhere, but it's long gone. Um, You know the game Adventure? No. There's a game, it's like uh, one of the first RPGs, you're a square, you go around, you gotta get a key to open a door and stuff like that, you eventually fight a dragon. It's really epic for Atari. That was one of my favorite games, and then, um, that I played on an actual Atari, and then, like, uh, I had an Atari collection for PS1 that had a game called Cops and Robbers. There's no way it came out for the 2600. It came out for, like, whatever that other one was, like the Atari 50-whatever. Um, but uh, but that's probably my favorite Atari game. Yeah, I think, like, our old Atari had... I want to say we had maybe 10 games, and obviously it was, like, you know, the old stuff, Pong. Actually, no. wasn't Galaga. Defender. I can't defender that's what it was because i I have that one too and the uh star wars version of it i didn't know there was a star wars version of it yeah it's the empire strikes back game it basically plays like your 
playing defender, but instead you're on Hoth fighting ATATs. That's good. Um, but no, that that was where first exposure. But I'd have to say my first big experience with games was the Nintendo, and that was back in the era Final Fantasy, like the original Final Fantasy so many hours and i think i barely got past the first continent because <laughs> i was a small child and i had zero idea what i was fucking doing wasn't the first final right fantasy on. kind of a dense game yeah yeah it was weren't they but, all uh, uh, that's now, fair that one and then star tropics hmm. i feel like i've heard of that one before but basically it was i wouldn't say it was legend of zelda before legend of zelda but it was it was like a midpoint between what would currently be considered like the Zelda genre. Cause it was, but it was after, uh, the second Zelda game. So you had Zelda, then links, I think it was links quest. And then, uh, star tropics had came out after that. And that was the other game that I put an inordinate amount of hours into but I ended up getting to a point where I couldn't progress because it was also one of those games where, hey, to get past this one part, you have to get the instruction manual wet to reveal a hidden code on it to progress cool. further. Oh, no, it was an awesome concept, except I'm an eight-year-old kid. Oh, I lost that I shit in the go. first week. Yeah. <laughs> Right, wait, before before we get too far from it, in this soft reboot, I, I have a fun fact for our soft reboot. Uh, fun fact for the listeners of our soft reboot. Are you just saying it because the because our because Chi told you not to? Probably. <laughs> Mostly. Fucking um, prick. Also, I wanted to do it ever since you, right before she even said that, I had already wanted to do that stupid gag but i really do have a fun fact because um he said uh control you said that your first gaming experience was on quote the nintendo uh nintendo actually sent out pamphlets whenever the nest came out um to like you know target and walmart and all them places kmart and sears and whatever games whatever existed back then um hills anyway um they sent out pamphlets to let uh the 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 what the fuck are you called service reps know that it's called the nintendo entertainment system not the nintendo and to even correct customers who come in asking for a nintendo that they have nintendo entertainment systems i do remember hearing about that right at that might have had something to do with the fact that they wanted to get away from being called a gaming system after the whole Atari debacle. Yeah, the first one was a toy. Yeah. It's not just a but toy, it's an funny. entertainment center. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah. So, the Nintendo Entertainment System would be my first big experience with uh gaming 
but I think my my greatest love for gaming came from uh, the uh, Super Nintendo with Metroid. Super Metroid, I should say, at that point. Okay. Hmm. So, so you got to start on, like, the earliest of early gaming consoles. Oh, yeah. Back when it was still okay to have a game called North vs. South. <laughs> okay, or Custer's Revenge. Oh, damn, uh, I was just that one. Revenge. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Back when games like that were still okay. Oh. But shitty games like uh, E.T. were not. I do want to say, if there was one person who needed revenge... It was Custer. Not like this. Not not that revenge, not though. That revenge. I mean, I was being sarcastic anyway. I don't think any of uh, the Americans needed revenge from that time period. No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, so what about you, Kegel? How'd you get your start with gaming? Uh, pretty poorly. Um, uh, we can say my earliest memories of playing video games are uh, Bomberman on the NES. Okay. I mean, that's a decent and place to start. I had this problem. I'd always play two-player with my brother at the time, James. He was my older stepbrother. And uh, I had this issue where after I laid a bomb, I couldn't move. This happened, like, forever. I'm, like, four, so... But I would be able to walk all the way around, but as soon as I laid a bomb, I couldn't move, so I always blew myself up while he dominated the map. Um, I doubt he was cheating. No, I've, I've just always been a terrible gamer. But where my actual love of gaming came in <clears throat> was uh, the Genesis. It was Sonic the Hedgehog. And uh, whenever we, when I was five, we moved from Pennsylvania to Tennessee. And uh, that's all I kind of had. Me and my brother, we would play Sonic the Hedgehog all the time. And that was one of the first games where I was able to beat a level and the boss. And so that uh, my start was the Genesis. Uh, Genesis was so close to my heart that years later, I got a SNES uh, for Christmas. It was kind of funny, too, because I opened a game before the console and started mocking Santa to my dad. Way to I'm go, like, Santa, Santa. Way to be stupid. I was like, why did Santa give me a Super Nintendo game, Dad? I don't even have a Super Nintendo. Is Santa dumb? And Dad's like, why don't you open the rest of your gifts there, bud? <laughs> you know, okay. So... I actually had something similar happen when the PS2 came out. Well, real quick, I traded that for a Genesis, but go ahead. Um, I had something similar when the PS2 came out. I was at Christmas Eve at my aunt's house, and I opened a, I opened a PS2 game. I opened like I think it was like NASCAR 2002 or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't have a PS2. Hmm. And my stupid little kid brain couldn't put it together that, hmm, maybe tomorrow I'll be opening one. <laughs> my dad fucking crushed it for whenever I got the Xbox, but that's... I figure we're going in eras here. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. So I'll let uh, 
I'll let Control go now for his next era of being a gamer. Next era? After Super Nintendo. You figure that's your early childhood, right? Yeah. That's you you discovering gaming. Now, give us the era of... uh, You're not a teen yet, but you're old enough to play. PlayStation 1. Yeah. And let's see. This was this was back when you could still rent PlayStation games from Blockbuster and shit. Oh yeah. Bef- back when, you know, 50% of them were scratched to hell. Um <laughs> Yeah, but, but you know what? Renting renting games doesn't die until the 360 era, so. <laughs> True. Um no, Netflix I, I took a long time before it made its move. The uh the two big games from there. And I'm actually I'm gonna bypass Final Fantasies. I loved them, but that's a de- that's a horse that's been beaten beyond death. It's now glue. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's it's uh, inside of some kid's stomach because he ate the fucking glue. Yeah. Um, two games are the big standouts. One was because of my cousin, who uh, one year they him. My aunt, my uncle, my other, and two of my cousins—they came out to visit, and he brought along his PlayStation games, and he had two games that he played almost the entire time that they were out there. One was Resident Evil Two, and he let me play that, and that was a blast. Hard as hell, I sucked at it. Um, and the other oh. was uh, Metal Gear. Oh, oh no, you said the I, death word. No. I, I know. I know I said it, and I knew it was happening. I said, what well, next era? But I remember watching him play it. That was, that was one of the first games where I actually was like, I don't even mind that I'm not playing. I'm having, We're having fun a watching reboot. This. We're having a soft reboot. Why are we bringing up old bits? Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's always going to be a thing with you, though. So we might as well call it out early. Um <laughs> but uh no watching him play that was actually more fun than me playing it because you know i was watching him, i was like i would never have thought of that oh my god that's awesome how did he do that and i like i think that was when i first started getting into the point of i want to be good at games i want to be really good at ha. games i had a different epiphany same same exact everything but a different epiphany <laughs> see um so, I have one other title i wanted to mention okay go for it castlevania symphony of the night still have never played it it is probably the one game that i can without a doubt say i 120 percent completed that game i unlocked every secret i went to every nook and cranny i found every item in the game and it took forever to do and to this day i like if when they like they re-released it for playstation network they re-released it on psp they re-released it on 360 and i have bought a copy of it every single time i have played it through to completion every single time surely because i love that game it sounds like me and uh resident evil 4 <laughs> sounds like me and metal gear um 
so <clears throat> this is actually a decent time for me to chime in with where I got started. Because even though I, I played a shitload of PC games back when I was a kid, like just at my grandpa's house, because he always played like old games like Heroes of Might and Magic 3. And he'd always let me play, but I was never really good at them. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my official start with gaming in the PlayStation 1 era. Um, you know, it was a Christmas present. I got like Need for Speed 2 and the original Ace Combat before it was even called Ace Combat. Oh, man. Yeah. And I I fell in love with them instantly. Because it was so cool to see, one, to not have to buy a computer. Like, I could just plug this into my TV and go. Because <laughs> I'd been playing, like, flight simulators for years before this. Fuck, I played, like, Flight Simulator 95. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, we're old. <laughs> um, I mean, we're, not, we're not that old. Don't mock my age. I'm not old. You're old. But yeah, I, I got started in the PlayStation 1 era. <laughs> I um, got really into, like, you know, like every... <clears throat> the main games I played were... Um, like, a- Air Combat, Need for Speed, Cool Borders. You know, I didn't really get into Resident Evil or any of that until the PS2 era unfortunately mainly because i just didn't know where to find out about games like that and i didn't have disposable income to know what games so i just kind of relied on my parents to buy me games Hmm. and that's what they bought was like sports games and spyro super big into spyro that that's where i first fell in love with it was playing spyro Yeah, I mean, I I remember getting the first Spyro game, and that was definitely fun. I actually remember, uh, do you remember Gex? Yes, I, I remember, I, remember I never owned Gex, but I had, like, the Tomb Raider, the IDOS demo disc that came on, like, Tomb Raider 2. <laughs> and it had the demo for Gex 3 and Bloody Roar on it. And I always wanted Gex, but I never got the chance to own it. Mm. Okay, so this era of gaming... Uh, I had an option between getting my first bicycle and a PlayStation. And I went with the bike. Or I went with the PlayStation. (laughs) I went with the PlayStation. Sorry, I I wasn't thinking. I I was doing something. Um, But what really got me with it was um, my my brother, uh, Shane uh went ahead and he had a PlayStation 2. Uh not the sequel, like he also had a PlayStation at this time. And um he had Resident Evil all of them. He had Resident Evil Director's Cut, Resident Evil 2 Director's Cut, Resident Evil 3 and Survivor. Oh wow. Um I couldn't play those games. I just watched him do it. Uh he had Tekken 3 and I couldn't I couldn't win a match unless I picked uh, Gone, the little tiny uh, yeah, that could fart and just spammed him with cheap moves. That was the only way I'd ever win a fight. 
<laughs> um, I had a demo disc that had Tony Hawk, Tomb Raider, Ape Escape, and all that on it. I played the shit out of. Uh, my dad went out and bought Siphon Filter because he thought it was Metal Gear. He he had played a demo for Metal Gear, and loved it, and so he but he couldn't remember the name, mm. and uh, he bought Siphon Voter, which turned out to be such a good fucking game. Yeah. Um, I I'll, I'll never get over how blown away I was the first time we shot out a streetlight to give us more cover. <laughs> uh. We also had a highly underrated game that nobody ever really talks about was um, Xena. Oh, shit. For the PS1. Dude, that was such a good fucking game. It was really fucking good. And the graphics were great. And after playing Xena for like a week straight, I got better with my Frisbee game. <laughs> what? I'm not shitting you. Xena so had a thing where you would throw her little disc and it would go into a first person mode and you would aim to throw it because that's how you solved some puzzles. Yeah. Kind of like a Zelda ripoff, right? Yeah, no, I remember. And yeah, after playing it for like a week straight, dude, I actually upped my fucking Frisbee game in real life. All right. Well, damn. All right. That's kind uh, of entertaining. Uh... So we end up moving, and I had uh, I wound up with a demo disc. I lost most of my games. Oh, the demo disc also had uh, Sheep Raider on it, which is where I learned about that game and why I like it. <laughs> um, but I got a demo disc that had the Metal Gear demo on it. Um, the there are two demos for Metal Gear Solid for PS1. The original one is in Japanese and it ends at the elevator. You literally just get the tiniest part of the map or the beginning. Whereas the English language one ends whenever you first crawl into the main area. Like after the outside bit at the beginning. Oh, yeah, after the air duct. So, yeah. And so I had the English demo for a while, then I lost it and wound up with the Japanese demo that it is crazy how much time I spent just playing that. <laughs> just learning all the little quirks and details that were present. Um, but PS1 era solidified me as a gamer. I didn't play it. One thing, though, I'm kind of bleeding into the next era because I was like 12. This is right before I had a um, console. Oh, one final game we got for PS1 that kind of blew my, uh, changed my life was my dad bought Dune 2000 because he used to play the shit out of Dune 2 on the Genesis. Hmm. And Dune 2000 to this day is my favorite real-time And I would even go as far as to say that I think the PS1 version is superior. I mean, I suck at real-time strategy games, so... You'd probably be good at it then. Um, like, there's keyboard shortcuts and all that if you play on computer, but PlayStation had full 3D models and shit. 
real good graphics. I, I don't know. Dune was just good. Uh, it was good enough that it kind of spoiled me on Command and Conquer. I don't like Command and Conquer. Um, same studio, same concept, same everything. I just always thought Dune was better. Um, but anyway, anyway, so you were talking about how you ha- you watched somebody play Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. So the first time I ever completed Metal Gear Solid was literally just, I only played sometimes, it was me watching my dad play through Metal Gear Solid and having my mind blown by a video game. Uh, the moment was Psycho Mantis. Now, I never played Symphony of the Night or any other Konami games. I never actually owned Ape Escape, so my memory card never had anything like that on it. Oh, so I you always didn't get thought, the best lines? No, I... I forever I thought all he ever did was go, your memory is completely clean because I thought that it was literally just Snake. I didn't realize it was a thing with the player, <laughs> which actually would have been an entertaining uh, or a unique uh, plot aspect. Uh, that's it'd be you a know how at the end you like read your future and stuff. Ah, yeah. Well, I really did for years think that that was a canon like tie-in to snake himself and then it was related to shit like that um but when he moved that controller i freaked out oh when he when he made the rumble pack go he did left right and forward yeah and i just started freaking out i was like how's he doing that can he can it can it see us like, can, it, can this game be us? No, it's not the connect. Calm down. I was bugging out <laughs> on that game. Um, so yeah, I watched. I watched my dad play through it, and we never submitted to the torture, but we didn't get the marrow ending. I always thought that he rode off with Otacon. Um, I mean, if you fall, if you know Metal Gear Solid Four, he kind of did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, endings, man, they're a bitch. But yeah, so that that'd be me in that in the PS One era. I never had an N sixty four, and I didn't really care for them. I never got an N sixty four either. Which my only, the only reason I consider that a shame is uh, the original Smash Brothers. Yeah. See, I've gone back and tried to play the original Smash Brothers. It is not. Oh, I, it's got awful. Yeah. Oh God, it's so bad. Go back. Yeah. If you it's try so to go bad. Back, <laughs> I remember painful. before at the beginning of the 360 era, I went back and played MGS1 and thought that the graphics looked like somebody just puked. No, yeah. But these days, I cannot. I I can view, appreciate, and I love it. But there was a brief period where I thought the graphics were too bad to go back to. I mean, there's definitely games that exist where the graphics legitimately are too bad to go back to, and the controls for that matter. Trying to go back and trying to go back and play like Resident Evil Two, because I have it on my Vita. That is damn near impossible because of the fucking tank controls. Yeah, tank controls suck. Ugh, so bad. Um, my local IKEA had two N64s for their fake living room setups to show you how like you can you know IKEA up your space. And um, one up had your space. Buy an N64. <laughs> one had uh, Banjo Kazooie. Hey man, playing N64 was more fun than going in their dumb ball pit. 
Uh, I mean, that's fair. Tell me, I'm, tell me I'm too fucking tall, you motherfucker. Anyway. Um, Someone was salty about the ball pit. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you try to go in when you're 22. <laughs> hey, man. Don't judge me. Um, I'm the only person that goes into Chuck E. Cheese without children. Uh, you're also the only one here who has children. That's, that has much deeper and creepier connotations. For the games, man. For the game. <laughs> anyway. That's why you go to Boomers. Or Dave and Busters. Dave and Busters is for preteens. Um, Dave and Busters doesn't even have good games. That's fair. They had Guitar Hero. Anyway. Um, uh, they had two N64s. They had Banjo-Kazooie and they had uh, <sighs> Goldeneye. And... I still remember the first time I picked up Goldeneye. And I walked around for like two seconds at the beginning, said fuck this, and played Banjo-Kazooie. I fucking hated Goldeneye. No, Goldeneye, there are people out there, and I apologize if you're one of the people who thinks Goldeneye is still like... The... Quintessential gaming! Yeah, no, Goldeneye sucks. Okay, but here's, here's the thing, though. I do want to... I do want to give this caveat to make myself worse, I guess. Um, this was at the time when GoldenEye was still newish. Not that new. Because uh, I was, you know, old enough to not be able to go into the ball pit. Uh, but uh, GoldenEye was still the pinnacle standard. And I really liked playing The World Is Not Enough, which is objectively a worse game. You think? But I just... Uh, yeah, well, I know that it is. It's just that I hated the N64 controller. I think we all... No, I, I am definitely with you there. I also hated the N64's controller. Because it, it yeah, felt I... like it was designed for a mythical race of spider people. I understand Nintendo's philosophy of multiple ways to play, but first glance, it just looks like, what the fuck you think I got a hand coming out of my chest? Yeah. <laughs> No, I. You were supposed to use your third arm to move the joystick. I <laughs> yeah. I I also I never owned an N sixty four. I actually didn't own a Nintendo console until like, if we're gonna count it, the Game Boy. Yeah, the Game Boy is the only Nintendo console that I consistently owned. Yeah, same. Which. Yeah. What was and... your first Game Boy? Uh, Game Boy Color, the Pikachu edition. The brick. Oh, the yellow one. Yep, the yellow one. I had a brick. We did too, I just didn't know about it until, like, after I had gotten the original. A brick? You mean, like, the original Game Boy? Yep. Yes. My first Game Boy was a, a, a fucking Game Boy Pocket, I think it's called. It was the first redesign of the Game Boy, came out right before the game boy color yep i remember those coming out um they were very small they were smaller than a game boy color even and the screen was black and white instead of green and i only had ducktales and i didn't care about game boy it was a few years later that i got my first teal game boy color and i got pokemon crystal oh well, i got pokemon gold i got gold but um my first game my first pokemon game 
was red and I hated it. And uh, then I got yellow and I loved it, but I, I just, I lost them both. My true game, my true Pokemon experience was gold. Somewhere in my apartment, I still have Pokemon red, blue, and yellow. Huh. They, they're in a box somewhere. I just need to find it. But uh, I actually had, um, my, my first Game Boy game was actually uh, Golf. Oh. Yeah, I had, um, yeah, I had Golf and I had uh, Bowling. You know what? It's probably for the best. My, uh, let's see. First three games that I had, Final Fantasy 3, Mortal Kombat 2, and uh mario 2 okay and mortal kombat broke my game boy <laughs> what Ow. that's that's all i'm gonna say because of mortal i'm kombat, going my game boy broke We're leaving i'm gonna it go today. out on a <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go on a limb and say this is uh some some rage issues <laughs> no what are you talking about that's Fuck ridiculous. You Mortal Kombat. Fuck you, Goro. You upcut, uppercutting son of a bitch. Bullshit. <laughs> he still harbors resentment to this day. <laughs> so much bullshit. Uh, watch out, Ed Boon. He's gonna come. I... He's gonna punch you in the face for this years later. I gotta go back to Final Fantasy, and I, I got a story to tell you guys. Like, of during the PS One era of us buying games and stuff. So. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is actually a collector's item now. Yeah. Um, It has been for years. Want to send me Even during... Even during the Xbox and PS2 era, Final Fantasy VII was going for a lot of money. So, my dad goes out and buys Final Fantasy VII. He plays through it and just goes, I don't really like this. I played like five minutes and I was just like, ugh, there's so much reading. And then after reading a whole bunch, um, combat was, and I just said, this is stupid. And so it probably took like a week for us to trade in our uh, Final Fantasy VII to get Siphon Filter 1. Well, and that's the thing. It's definitely not a game for everyone if you're not into that style of game like i would never suggest it to a lot of people just because i know what type of gamers they are yeah yeah i uh i i could not get into it it, it's funny that you say that because around this time i i was getting into first person shooters in the in the ps1 era but i didn't like my buddy Mm. had a delta force I think it was it was like one of the first Rainbow Six games that he had, and I fucking hated it because it was yeah, okay. like too realistic, and I always ran out of ammo because I was that fucking kid who would just like I'd play um, shooters on the computer, and I just hold the hold the button down until I ran out of bullets, and then go, why am I out of bullets? Yeah. Um. But yeah, and I—I I mean, I—I I think everybody here had a PS2, 
right? Probably, nope. I would presume. Really? I didn't have a PS2 until the PS3s existed. But you okay. still owned one. Yeah, years later, and that was just so I could let my dad play uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Okay, fair enough. Like, I, I didn't have a PS2 until I had a job and bought one myself. I didn't want one at all. But I'll cover that era in a minute. Whoa. Uh, for first-person shooters, by the way, uh, Medal of Honor and Medal of Honor Underground, my oh, brother and I played the shit out Dude. Uh, and the story was fun, but the multiplayer, instead of... Okay, so we had two controllers and just ourselves for multiplayer on Medal of Honor. Right. Yeah. And we spent hours searching the multiplayer maps of underground to try to find out where the voices were coming from because we didn't grasp the concept of ambience ah let's see well that's actually a decent transition uh for to take us into the ps2 era because i started off the ps2 era um basically playing uh like i said i had a nascar game because i was into nascar at the time and um huh. yeah no i'm not proud of that uh <laughs> and um playing a twisted metal ripoff weirdly enough at that time whenever you were playing nascar your sister was looking more attractive what? it's a redneck joke such So yeah, no, I was playing a uh, Twisted Metal ripoff called, uh, the, oh, what the fuck was that called? Motor Mayhem. Anybody ever played that one? Nope. I think I remember it. Yeah, it, it was a more cartoony Twisted Metal. Hmm. So like you had cars, it, it was basically like you activated Big Heads mode metal? almost. Like the cars seemed undersized and everybody like wasn't inside of them they were all convertibles and they were all standing on the back of them like the uh mercedes dlc for mario kart 8 yeah like that but uh one of the first games i actually got for my ps my ps2 was um medal of honor frontline which didn't have multiplayer if I remember correctly, but god damn did I play the shit out of that story. I I just I was still doing the thing though where I was wasting all my ammo, so I ended up having to cheat my way through it to beat the story. So I wouldn't run out of ammo. Cause that, that game got really hard at at the end. Like you just Oh man, I said earlier that, you know, I never like control was like, yeah, I decided to get good and Whereas I was the opposite. I couldn't. So don't worry about not being able to beat games. Well, no, the PS2 era was the era where I was like, nope, need to get good now. I need to actually understand how to play video games. I told myself that. but And then I did. But yeah, no. And now you're the best. <laughs> I wish. Uh, but no, the, the PS2 was like the defining era for me in video games. Because I owned the most games yeah. for my PS2. 
You know, I played. You're at that age. What? Ten. When PS2 comes out. When PS2 comes out, I mean, I congrats for getting it day one. Um, but because I would have been ten whenever it released. But um, yeah, just the fact that you're at that preteen to teen is is where it's going to take up most of your life. You got five years for it to take up the pinnacle time of your life well it's it's funny because the system that actually ended up taking up most of my life was the xbox 360 but there were so many good fucking games on the ps2 and that defined a lot of my taste for gaming because now i'm mainly into first person shooters and like action rpgs so i'd play game i'd play everything from fucking medal of honor and soulcom to oh god there was some rpg on there oh I, man soulcom i don't remember what the fuck it was called for Xbox or PS2? PS2. It was um Dragon something. Legend of Dragoon? No, that was PS1. Hmm. Ah, Dragon it was literally just called Draken. Uh, oh, okay. I remember Draken. Yeah, I played the shit out of Draken. I actually think I still have it, but Not no. surprising, but But uh no. Like me and my buddy would always play and we'd like we got, uh, he got black. And I remember black was the point where I was Man. like, I want to play games forever. That was actually probably, that was a phenomenal shooter. It was. It doesn't really. themed next gen. It did, because it had the level destruction and everything in it. And, and I think that was the first time. Because, I mean, subconsciously I'd been like, okay, these games look good. I think that was the first time playing a game I was like... These holy... graphics, though. Yeah. Like, holy fuck, this, game's look am... I... this game looks amazing. Yeah, it was the first time I ever noticed how good a gun looked. And the marketing for it was phenomenal. I actually don't know how this is telling our users anything about our video game history anymore. Well, yeah, we're just gushing about games. Well, we... that, games. that's telling our history. Yeah. Like, that is our history, is these moments with these games. What more do you want? That's fair. Anyway, Control, go ahead and cover your uh, time in this era. Because this is where I fully come into a gamer. I got some stories. So this is the 360 era? Mm-mm. Are we still on PS... Okay, we're doing PS2. This is PS2, OG, Xbox, yeah. GameCube. We're 6th gen, yeah. My PS2 era was interesting. Um, the games that primarily dominated that were uh, Dark Cloud, which was like a... Uh, I guess it would be a roguelike almost. Um, it was a progressive dungeon crawl where you had to build up your, uh, like, you'd build up new items as you went along I, stuff in the dungeon. I remember this game. Um, I know. But it was, it was that, which I think I ended up quit, like, I just, I stopped playing it at one point because I had been playing it for, like, six hours one day, lost power house had a brownout and we lost power and i lost all that data i lost all that time and i was just like nope screw it i'm done i was i was so mad um but that 
Dynasty Warriors. Nice. Uh, Dynasty Warriors 2 and 3. Loved those games. Those were uh, so much fun, especially with the multiplayer. Um, so I was a very low-maintenance kid. Um, uh, it did not take much to keep me occupied, and I was well-behaved. But so Walmart, Kmart, all of them, their little demos, the ability to play the console no uh toys r us fucking gamestop all that you know what i mean um dynasty warriors was definitely a favorite of mine it's not a game i ever owned but it was definitely a favorite to go in and hack and slash your way through 100 people while dad shops yeah yeah um but then last but not least kingdom hearts those were probably the three biggest games for me in that console era. Um, Kingdom Hearts, another one of those games, putting a lot of hours in, trying as much as found all the hidden bosses, beat all the hidden bosses. I don't think I ever 100%ed it, though. How were you introduced to the sixth generation of consoles? Like, obviously, PS2 launched a year before GameCube and Xbox. But what was your first moment playing a game and the first time that you went, holy fuck, this is a new era? Hmm. First time I really felt that with that particular era? Uh. I mean, you clearly joined early enough that you played Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts launched early enough that you couldn't move the controller or you couldn't move the camera without using the uh, shoulder button true um honestly i would actually have to say i felt that with uh shoot what was it red faction oh yeah because it had the the destructible terrain yep being able to is like oh man i've got to go through this next room but there's a shit ton of guards in there and just blowing out the side wall finding a hidden room getting another rocket launcher in there a bunch of explosives and then going back and just wrecking house like yeah that was oh oh yeah that was good times i think one of my moments for like holy fuck we're in next gen i i know black is the moment i started like looking at graphics hold on real quick i just want to say i spent hours my brother and i spent hours thinking that we could actually bore a tunnel through and leave in you bought it out there you know you know the, the the destructibility of red faction yeah my brother and i spent hours trying to bore a hole through with the rocket launchers uh thinking that we could actually leave the level somehow like like we could you know usurp the devs like we were young but we thought that we could like dig a hole through and out and leave the level and see what the rest of the world looked like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you instantly started trying to break the game. <laughs> yeah, but go, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I was going to say, I think my moment where I realized we were in a new generation was either with Grand Theft Auto 3. Which is where mine is, and that's the story I'm waiting for. Oh, well, it's my story now. It was either with Grand Theft Auto 3 or Resident Evil 4. Huh. Resident Evil 4 was a, is a good benchmark. Um, 
Because that but was it was it was it was after when I had first felt it. Right. I guess. It was long after I first felt it as well. Like, like I said, I'm pretty sure the moment I realized we were in the next gen of game was when I was driving through the fully 3D rendered Liberty City. Not even being chased yeah. by the cops, just driving through this, what at the time was a huge open world to me. Yeah. With, like, living so, people in it. So, I knew the PS2 came out, I was very pumped. I thought I wanted one more than anything. Uh, it very shortly after I'd switched to Xbox, but uh, PS2 had come out. A neighbor had Grand Theft Auto 3, and I remember coming over and watching him play. And to this day, the rules now that I think about, it, I cannot believe. It, but to this day, playing that game at a neighbor's house with my brother set up the rules for how to take turns on a single-player game. Every time you die? Every time you die. <laughs> the golden rule. And and you can't and you can't be extra cautious to not die, you know what I mean? But you also uh, can't screw somebody over who accidentally gets killed in the first 30 seconds of their turn. <laughs> well, that's that's all left up to judgment. Like, oh yeah, go ahead. But yes, yes, you're right. Um it's all about being fair. But uh but I remember uh, the, I was watching the guy play because when me and my brother played we just fucked shit up and drove around and shit and seen like just being just being in awe of everything you could do uh, but this dude went up to a mission and I remember at this point I was playing Spider-Man 2 on uh, PS1 and I had learned the little tweaks of uh Spider-Man 2, sometimes their hands were open, sometimes it was a fist. But the only way they could ever do that was uh, was by covering it. Do you know what I mean? Like when people take clothes off in games now and the camera moves somewhere and you just watch the item drop. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so they would sometimes their hand would be open whenever the camera cuts back, it's a fist so that they could do whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I played... GTA 3. Then I watched this guy go to this mission, and Luigi comes out for the uh, mission, Don't Smack My Bitch Up. <laughs> and uh, uh, Joe Pantaleone's talking, and that blew my mind, because I knew his voice as Cypher from The Matrix at the time. Um, and uh, so Luigi's given this mission, and not only is his fucking hands opening and closing, but his mouth was moving. And I was just like, what the fuck? fuck is happening like how can they do that this is amazing this is the most crazy thing ever just blew his little child's mind just fucking incredible and uh yeah man um i ended up making my uncle buy it because he had a ps2 to play racing games because of how realistic they look I just remember being like, games will never look better than this. Like, <laughs> this is practically real life. <laughs> oh how little um, we oh how little we knew. I know. <laughs> um But I mean that just not not to cut you off and I'm sorry, but no, no, go ahead. like just to on the 
you know, because I thought the same thing. It's like, holy shit, this is so realistic. Mm-hmm. Think of the things we've seen, like, considering mm-hmm. we've, we've lived, we've existed through most of gaming's history. Mm-hmm. We have seen it go from you are a pixel sprite on a two-dimensional world to holy shit, I can go to that mountain off in the distance, fully three rendered, 3D rendered games that look damn near photorealistic. Oh, yeah. And what's crazy, though, is that it's never dropped. Like, it's I've never reached... I've never reached this level where... Uh, like, I always... I've always been blown away by games graphics, but I've never reached a level where it looked too real, no matter how many times I thought that we were getting to that point. What, Uncanny Valley type of too real? Well, I have a thing with the Uncanny Valley where I don't think I'm affected by it like most people. But what, yeah, but what I mean is like, sometimes I'm thinking like, graphics can't get better than this or else it'll look too real. But then the next thing comes out and it blows my mind again and yet it's still totally fake. It's neat how I've adapted. I do want to share this story of how I entered the sixth generation. So I wanted a PS2 real bad, and I I went to a friend's house one time, and he had an Xbox. And I was like, oh, that thing's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, And he had it early. He had the Duke controller. Um, Something I incessantly mocked every time I went to Toys R Us. Uh... But what he did was he turned on his Xbox, and I'm like, dude, you're playing a video game? I thought we were going to hang out. And he's like, I'm not playing a video game. I just want to put my music on. I like to turn on my music. And I was like, oh, okay, so where's the CD at? And he's like, what are you talking about? And he just goes into this menu and starts playing music. Oh, that's right, because the original Xbox, you could download music onto it, right? You could rip it from a CD. You could, if you somehow had the MP3, you could put it on the memory card or whatnot. But yeah. Yeah, you could. Because it ran a... um, It it ran a custom kernel of Windows. Right, because the the OG Xbox was our first delving... Because technically the PS2 was a media system because you could play DVDs, you could play CDs. It was successful because it was the cheapest DVD player. Exactly. But that's that's the thing with the Xbox. It was our first delving into digital media. Yeah. Apart um, if you didn't have a PC, obviously. So after that, he showed me a little bit. Oh fuck! Hold on. But the storms got me all fucked. Well, uh, uh, my connection was going haywire for a second. Yeah, no, I was uh, filling the space. Yeah, it was real quick. I'm sorry. Uh, so the next thing he did was he showed me Wintertell because I told him how much I liked like Metal Gear Solid and stealth games mm-hmm. and so after watching Splinter Cell and the CD or the music functionality I was sold I wanted an Xbox more than anything I started buying uh, Xbox Nation magazine uh and i spent an entire year letting every member of my family know that there was nothing i wanted more than an xbox uh 
I cut pictures of Xboxes out and hung them on my wall because I was a stupid preteen. Most people cut out pictures of naked women. Light cuts out pictures of Xboxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't necessarily put... <laughs> I'll neither confirm nor deny. I don't, uh, I don't want that image in my head. It's already there. But uh, but also, I do want to say, at at 12 years old, I don't think I could have put pictures of naked women on my wall. Anyway, um, Christmas comes. And I'm certain I already know what I got. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, obviously, I was getting an Xbox. Why would I get anything else? I have literally told everybody that I that would have... Everybody with ears. <laughs> heard Fuck, that I somehow you even told me and I didn't even know you. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, some dude would be like, spare some change. And I'd be like, the only change I want is an Xbox in my room. Um... <laughs> Jesus. So you're an but, asshole, uh, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, like, I still would have tossed them some coins. I just, I was 12 and wanted an Xbox more than anything. Um, Christmas change. rolled around. I opened up all these gifts. I got, um, I had gotten a Max Steel action figure. And what's sad is any other time I would have been pumped about that because I thought I was going to become a stop motion mo uh, movie maker even though I had no computer or camera or anything. I guess I just wanted an excuse to continue to play with toys into my teenage years. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but I got a bunch of stuff that was real nice. I, I could not have been more disappointed in my Christmas. There was no Xbox. And I was... I look back on it now like, what a spoiled fucking cunt, but... I was literally ready to cry that I didn't get an Xbox that year. And my dad's like, all right, bud, well, you, you know, you unwrapped everything. Why don't you come help me clean up? And I was like, yeah, sure thing, dad, no problem. And I started cleaning up. I pick up this garbage bag. It's heavier than anything I've ever fucking picked up. Bag rips slightly. Boom, there's an Xbox holiday edition. Okay. And at that point, he just felt like a giant asshole. No, oh no, no. Here's there was such, there was such a rolling boil of emotions running through my head of both self hatred and joy and happiness. Like, oh man. I have a question. Okay. What would have happened if the bag hadn't ripped? Well. <laughs> You just toss this bag, like, you just no, no, swing I, it into the dumpster, you just, no way, you just hear smashing electronics. My dad wouldn't have let me go on out the house with it. He always likes to pull shit like that, but here's the thing is, when it ripped, and all the realization hit me, I didn't know how to react. So I'm sure my dad was hoping that I'd get, he'd get that moment of, oh, thank you, dad, thank you so much. Did but I didn't know what to crying? do. No, 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 listen, I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know if he knew I saw it whenever it ripped. And I was like, oh, I'm finally in on it. I have to yes and him. And so I just continued putting garbage into this bag. Even oh. though I desperately wanted more than anything to open the Xbox. <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. I froze. But anyway, that one came with two fucking games. Tetris and Star Wars The Clone Wars. 
two terrible fucking games that I played for weeks. Hey, hey, okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna advocate for Clone Wars because I had that one too. And I enjoyed the it. Only, the only enjoyable part was Mace Windu cutting down all the droids. That was the part I kept replaying. Yeah. <laughs> I too didn't get further than that part. <laughs> Well, um, no, because the game advertised Jedi combat and vehicle combat, and I'm playing through the whole fucking game. Like, when do I get to, when oh, do I get to play as a Jedi? Mm-hmm. Because I had played, really? I had played Obi Wan, because I, I had it for PS2, and I had played mm. Obi Wan at my buddy's house. D- did you ever play that one? No, no, no. It was so they used the joystick. To do the lightsaber combat, so you that had a so smart. you had a full motion combat system with the joystick. It's like how riding with the katana in MGS two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'd never seen that before. It was fucking amazing. It's a good concept. The problem is, it's just every company that tries to do it, they don't do it right. No, they don't do it justice. No, but th- that's also where I played Halo for the first time. Was at my buddy's mm. house, and now, mind you, I didn't pick up Halo, and this will act actually good transition. I didn't pick up Halo until the seventh gen of consoles. Okay. So here's how I got into the seventh gen of consoles. Oh, I still had more for the sixth because this is my era of becoming a gamer. Oh well, fuck. All right, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next game, my first real game for the Xbox, my dad found in a fucking discount bin for five bucks at CD Warehouse. Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance. Oh, so it wasn't even Sons of Liberty. It was the fucking, like, enhanced edition. Yeah, what kind of sucked is Substance was the, fir- was the one that came out for Xbox. You didn't get the plain version. And then they ported it over to PlayStation. Like, PlayStation got a Substance version, too. But PlayStation got extra features, like the skateboard minigame and stuff that the Xbox didn't. Right, because, well, it was, uh, it was like uh, Resident Evil 4. The PS2 version got the Riot mode, or the Raid mode. Yeah. Where the GameCube didn't. Yeah. Um... And, uh, uh, so I played through that game and I loved it. I didn't beat it. Uh, literally, it was like two years before I realized the tanker chapter was really short. Oh, that's right, because you, you've told me this story. You, you played through that for hours. Yeah, I played the shit out of that fucking game right there. Um. Then you realized there was more game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hated Raiden, but I didn't. Like, I didn't mind playing as him. I just got kind of upset. I was disappointed at first, but then I accepted it. I didn't have, like, this hate boner everybody else did. Uh, because I thought it made Snake look more cool. Um, but, uh, plus you got Snake Tails and stuff in Substance, so, like, you could play a Snake on the Tanker chapter and stuff. Um... But the first game I truly beat all by myself, played through to the end, did not occur until I was like 14 or 15. And it was Max Payne. Ah, uh, see, Max Payne I couldn't get through. It was too too hard for my tiny child brain. 
I told myself that I would. Also, I play on easy. Um, but I, I promised myself that I was going to play through that because I realized I had all these games that I never beat. But I had uh, Def Jam Fight for New York. I had uh, True Crime Streets Valet. I eventually had New York, but that was such a buggy mess that I couldn't actually play through it, even though I liked it. Um, I played through so much shit during that generation. Uh, for Resident Evil 4, I actually uh, borrowed my brother's GameCube and played it to play through it, and I could not finish it, and you know why. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, um, but whenever it ended up coming out to PS2, I noticed how downgraded the graphics were. It's the only time I really noticed that in a game. Like, GameCube had better graphics. One of the things that pissed me off was uh, early on before I owned a sixth gen console a buddy of mine had a ps2 and we were both big dragon ball z fans because we were 12 year old boys and uh he got the first dragon ball z budokai which was another mind-blowing experience because it was like watching dragon ball z but in 3d and uh it's probably a terrible game now that i think about it but we played it forever um story mode just getting to watch all the way up to the cell saga in 3d um I remember reading about them being like, yeah, we picked PS2 for this game because Xbox is too powerful and GameCube is too weak. PS2 is the sweet spot. And I was like, well, that's a shitty thing to do. And then they ported it to the GameCube. They did it with cel-shaded graphics so that the GameCube could handle it, but I never felt more jaded as an Xbox game. Also, the next game that, uh, that took over my life was uh, Fable. Uh, see, I never got into Fable. I wanted Fable. I didn't catch it from the very beginning with all of the Molyneux promises. I caught it from the first review. So, it wasn't a big deal to me. Like, like I, I, I didn't have that disappointment. Um, in fact, I didn't get disappointed with a Molyneux game until the movies came out. Um... But, and I still play the shit out of that game. But uh, uh, for Fable, I rented it, and I got to play it for, like, two days out of the five that we kept it for. And I literally dreamt about Fable. Like, Jesus. that game, I obsessed over it. The, the Bloom effect, I didn't feel was too much like some games. And, yeah, for, for, like, a week straight, all of my dreams were set in this fucking fantasy world. Um, good. Sixth gen was before I actually started following like developers and shit. Mm -hmm. So I had actually been playing a Molyneux game and not even realizing it Black for years. White? Yep. Nice. I, I still remember playing black and white though. Cause I played at my grandparents' house and my grandpa was like, you can't be evil. Oh really? I, I will take the game away from you and not let you play it. If you go down the evil path oh wow so no <laughs> here's the thing i'd pull this bullshit where i'd pick up a rock and drop it on somebody's house because i had no idea what the fuck i was doing i didn't want i didn't pay attention to tutorials yeah and i'd be like oops it was an accident i dropped it on the hill and it rolled down into the house whoopsie daisy 
<laughs> Fucking kids, dude. Kid logic is so terrible. You can't be evil. Well, I will be evil anyway, but I will do it in a way that makes it look like I'm not. Yeah. I used to snicker whenever I'd do evil shit on uh, Fable as though I was like, you know, <laughs> sticking it to somebody. <laughs> right. Early PC games. Now, I don't cover that a lot because I never owned a PC, but I did play some. I remember playing The Sims for the first time. Mm, hours lost of my life. Days. We, like, weeks. We just, like, called pizza places and 911 because we could. We reported a fire that didn't exist and were mind... Just, like, it was the most mind-blowing experience. But, but the game that overtook us on PC at the neighbor's house was Dear Avenger. Yes, thank <laughs> God somebody else has heard of that game. I'll never forget pressing the human call button. And it's just a chick's voice that goes, Help, I'm naked, and I have a pizza. <laughs> oh, God. I, I had Dear Avenger 4. Maybe it wasn't Dear Avenger 4, because now I'm looking at it, screenshots of Dear Avenger 4, and this was not the game I owned. Because <laughs> this is like a 3D shooter. What the fuck one did I own? <laughs> was that not what that was anyway, a 3D shooter? No, it was like a 2... Okay, it was Dear Avenger 2. My apologies. No, it, it was like a fucking... Dear Avenger 2 was like a... Like an old arcade-style shooter. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's Deer Hunter. No. But you hunt people instead. No, 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 no. Deer Avenger 2, which was the one I had, was like you had a still screen and then people would pop up from behind shit and you had to shoot them with a tranquilizer gun. Oh, yeah. I remember those. Okay. I never owned 4 and now I'm sad that I didn't because I'm really fucking curious now. Well, see, my uncle had played a lot of Deer Hunter, and so I was vaguely familiar with it. And so whenever I first saw it, I was like, this is not going to be fun. But then, like, it was the best thing in the world. So good. I also played a lot of Jersey Devil at the neighbor's house on PS1, and I just, I still don't know what the hell was happening in that game. But whatever. Um... And then the final final one I got is uh, when I was got to be sixteen. I think it was two thousand six. So it got to be my sixteenth birthday. I got um, San Andreas. Mm. And what an epic fucking game that was! So good. Still so never good. But I guess we can move into the next gen now. I can't think of any other just remember like, true stories or games and stuff. All you had to do was follow the damn train. You know what? The first I have this thing with GTA, and it happens every time I play them for the first time. The first time I played that mission, I breathed through it. It was nothing. Any other time I tried to play through the game and I got to that part, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. Yeah, I believe it. I have the same issue with... Uh, when you go to get Michael's boat back in GTA 5, mm -hmm. the first time I played GTA 5, because somebody actually bought it for me when it came out, and the first time that I played it, uh, I, I did that mission so fucking well 
that it looked like a film. And I've never, never, ever, ever gotten anywhere close to that ever since. That's right. such a frustrating mission as well. Yeah. So, one of my, my favorite game series of all time to this day isn't actually an old game by the standards. No, no, it's Halo. And I didn't play Halo until the seventh generation of consoles. Yeah. So, basically, they announced the Wii, right? And they announced the Xbox and the PS3. But I was, you know, everybody wanted a Wii. That that's um, the... Actually, they announced the Revolution, I'm and gonna... I didn't know anybody that wanted it. I, pretty much everybody I knew wanted it. So, my buddy got it, but I couldn't find one. So, instead of getting that... I got an Xbox 360, and I bought two games for it. I bought Dead Rising, and I bought Halo 2. Okay. And that was my first entry. Huh? Halo 3? No, Halo 2. Oh, okay. Because Halo 3 wasn't out yet when I got the Xbox. I got Halo 3 on launch day. But... Mm. I played the ever-loving shit out of Halo 2 Online, and that's where I fell in love with online gaming, which has carried over to the current generation of consoles as well. I sunk thousands of hours into Halo 2 and 3. What about you guys? Well, real quick, what was the first moment that told you this is the new generation? When I saw 2,000 zombies on screen at once oh, in Dead see, Rising. Mine was before the uh, Dead gone. Rising. Yours was before the console launched. How? Oh, there's this thing called marketing oh. where uh, they actually... Um, there's actually a uh, uh, electronic entertainment expo that happens yearly. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I've learned not to trust that because pre-rendered videos are all lies. Yeah, but oh. see, this is where it happened. What? This is where the lies began? Yeah, it was uh, Kill Zone 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I remember that. So, so... I followed the seventh generation of consoles forever. I knew about the Nintendo Revolution um, when we were still calling it the Dolphin 2. Uh, I, I, I guess I never brought this up on podcasts, I might as well say. I was such a pathetically idiotic kid who was so desperate for info about the next-gen consoles but so utterly uninformed about how things happened. I, I saw myself as a bit of a citizen journalist and I would call up uh, customer support and try to get them to spill the beans because I thought they had the inside scoop. I've talked for hours to Nintendo, uh, specifically Nintendo customer support. Um, Microsoft's customer support has always sucked for Xbox and Sony was all right. They were kind of cool guys, which is pretty cool when you consider I owned an Xbox. And that was it. 
Um, but yeah, so I was obsessed. What what blew my mind and told me the seventh gen was like really game changing was the Mad World Gears of War trailer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. Um, that and the um, the Halo Believe trailer. Yeah. With the action uh, figures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Killzone trailer as well. Yeah. Um, also seeing Mario's denim in the Super Smash Brothers brawl had me like, okay, it's all right that the uh, that the Revolution doesn't have you know as good of graphics as the other consoles because they're still pretty good. But um, yeah, that that. That was my that was my first game changing thing. Uh, one of the I didn't play those consoles for a long time. I think one of the first games I played for the seventh gen was uh, one of the earliest downloadable titles, and it was a little ducky game for PS3 that showed off the motion controls of the stick axis controller before they got the DualShock Three because they were in that lawsuit. Yeah. Um. I convinced my dad's friend who had a lot of disposable income. He bought a 360 and got Halo 3. That was my introduction to online multiplayer, and I was an asshole troll, but I had a lot of fun playing it all the time. Um, but I convinced him to buy Metal Gear Solid 4. So literally the one series, the one entry that like you need to know Metal Gear was his first time buying a Metal Gear game. And if it didn't have such good graphics, I don't think he would have bought it. And he literally never played it, but my brother and I played the shit out of it after talking him into buying it. <laughs> that's how we saw that game to the end. Right. Uh, early, early on in the seventh gen, that was awesome. But I don't know. I remember uh, my brother came over with his 360 one time. I saw him playing this game and it looked dumb. Like, what are you doing? He's like, dude, this is the greatest game you will ever play. It's it's one of the best things I've ever played. And I was like, it looks like shit. And he's like, no, man, this this Fallout 3, it's really awesome. I thought it was going to be like, Fallout 3. <laughs> yeah. Fallout is a game series that's not fun to watch. No. And uh, And he ended up letting me borrow it. And the first time I got my hands on that shit, yeah, it was over sunk so much time into i remember he's like why are you moving so slow dude you're so over encumbered because i had picked up every available knickknack since the beginning of the game and i was like 10 hours in and just moving at a snail's pace i, I think i was at like 400 pounds out of like a hundred and some right uh okay now I can think of one of the uh, early games that I played on 360. Star Ocean. I thought you were going to say Cameo. No, no. Uh, Star Ocean and Skate. Oh, Skate. Jesus Christ. Skate is so fucking good, they need to bring it back. Everybody's saying that you are not saying anything new. Yep. Okay, jeez. 
That wasn't meant to be malice. I uh, was agreeing <laughs> with you. I detected some malice. It definitely sounded malicious. <laughs> no, this podcast isn't malicious at all. Nothing's malicious here. Yeah. Since when? But, uh... No, those were some of the games that really kind of kicked off uh, the 360 to me. That and probably Call of Duty, I'd say Modern Warfare 2. Mm, same. You know what game you know what game I forced myself to play as much as I could, even though it was a terrible fucking game, and I only did it because, you know, new console generation and I just it looked good, so it had to be good. Dark Sector. Does anybody remember that game? Yes. Dark Sector. I think I played it, I just I'm not sure. Was Dark Sector the one with the glaive? It it had like, the little the Yeah. Little, yeah. No, okay, I, I, never, I didn't play that, actually. I remember, because I got my PS3, like, late into the generation, because there was, Walmart was running, like, a fucking deal. If you bought a PS3, you got, like, a $100 gift card, so my parents were like, we'll get you a PS3 in one game. And Metal Gear Solid 4 wasn't out yet, and I was like, that's the one I want. I still want that gunmetal gray PlayStation. For Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was a special edition one for the... Oh, yeah. But I played the shit out of the Dark Sector demo. What a dumbass game, man. And it... so did I. Well, see, that was the thing. Like, the PS2 era... And this kind of... You know... The PS2 era had a lot of, like, third-party games. Oh, yeah. There was tons of shovelware. But a lot of them were, like, secret gems. The PS3 and the 360 didn't have so many of those. No, the in fact, that entire generation kind of felt like... Uh, also, real quick, cheat. No, I'm pretty sure the Gunmetal Gray PlayStation came to the States. But uh, the, the PS3, 360 era, that entire... The 7th gen in, in general really did seem to have... It was hard to find games that were good. There were great games and terrible games, but not a lot of just random good hidden gems. Unless you're talking about something like 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, and nobody's going to play that. No. But, the yeah, and that that's what I'm saying, though. Like Oh, and the Wanted game. Ugh. It actually um, wasn't a terrible game, but see? I'll leave you to that. All right, fair enough. I guess I'm in the minority on this one. No, there, are just, there are worse games. You That's might fair. not like the game. That's how these games go. There just weren't a lot of them. They're games where they're just middle of the road. That's fair. But but Dark Sector came out, like, and I blame Chronicles of Riddick for this because it looked so good on Xbox that uh, the early, early... Um, years of the seventh generation was just flooded with games that used normal mapping real-time lighting without soft shadows and a brown color palette and so they were just these weird dark and grimy games like uh the first um you remember the darkness 
Yep. Give the first one of those. First one of those has no kind of uh, art style that sets it apart from any other game of the era. Right. And then they made the darkness too, and it made us all sad. Yeah. <laughs> but. Well, as engaging as this conversation is, let's hurry up and end it because of a uh, random time frame we've decided to agree upon, I guess. I agree with the time frame. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I mean, we've definitely accomplished our goal of showing our listeners... That we can talk for a really long time about... About nothing. <laughs> yeah, and we can cut it off. <laughs> even. Because at the end of this episode... They've learned nothing, they're coming away with nothing, and they will return to nothing. Everybody listens to podcasts exclusively because they just want a strict hour of nothing. (laughs) Um, They say, I want to learn something, but it better not go past an hour. That's what people say when they listen to podcasts. Nobody ever goes, oh man, I was really enjoying that. Well, you have to stop things at one point. You, you can't just blather yeah. on for hours and hours and hours. No, I'm just saying whenever the conversation dies, it's whatever. Let's go. Anyway, so I hope that's given you guys kind of an insight into us as gamers. And uh, we hope to bring you guys a lot more content. Uh, anybody have any... Oh, shit, we were supposed to provide content? Yeah, I mean, technically... Oh, shit, I've been doing this all wrong. I mean, you've been quiet half the episode. <laughs> well, that's because Light just Talk. goes on his story. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, God forbid you guys, you know, contribute. I contribute plenty, thank you very much, usually. In I, didn't, you I didn't think that you were unnecessarily quiet, to be honest. I enjoyed listening to you earlier. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> As you guys can tell, uh, comedy is not our strong suit. No. No, it is not. <laughs> you guys in particular, I'm going to say. Especially the Steves out there. I'm sorry if uh, we bored you. <laughs> Does anybody I'm pretty ha- sure that was a sarcastic laugh. <laughs> Does anybody have any pluggables to plug? Um... As always, control uh, twitch.tv slash controlfreak. Try to stream on a regular basis. Emphasis on try. Light? No, I don't have anything. Nothing? No, not this week. Okay. Uh, you can follow me on twitch.tv slash lordsedge. Uh, youtube.com sedge gaming and twitter sedge underscore gaming also if you liked our podcast uh my friends run a podcast um you can find them on anchor that podcasting service uh discount podcast go check them out and yeah we'll see you guys next week rock on Bye-bye. Deuces. Deuces. Hey, guys. Sedge here. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to our intro music. 
8-Bit Onward by Heatley Bros. You can find them on YouTube, and I will be posting the link in the description. Thanks. Bye.